Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. So... Many new podcasts outside of the regular podcast listening that you do for Castology. Do you listen to a week? Uh, I try and oh, look. See, it's all for Castology, though. <laughs> Honestly, like, I think it's pretty much yeah. I've I've have dropped off a lot of my regulars. Like a lot of my old oh, favorites no. uh, just kind of sit there until I've done everything else, and then I just listen to them all in one go. But I probably listen to about. I reckon at least one or two new podcasts that if I like them, that it, like it, it's always for Castology, right? Because if I like them, then I just check if you guys have done anything <laughs> and pop them on my list. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, it's dropped off a lot. I think we were talking about it just as COVID was like hitting, that like being working from home and doing stuff from home, you weren't listening to it as much. Well, yeah, because I don't have the commute anymore. Yeah. So it's hard to fit it in when there's a television in front yeah. of you. <laughs> I hate myself. Even now that you've watched everything that could ever be watched ever on I haven't, TV. Though. Oh, but I feel like I have. <laughs> so do I, but I still go back and watch my old favourites again. Right. Yeah, easy. Because it's too so easy. And again. Well, again. this is Castology, and I am one of your Castologists, A.N.C. Weber, here with... Liz Best. And... Nick Bleeker. And we're here to recommend and review some podcasts for you. That's our job. Fresh. That's our job. So, I would like to start off this week... Uh, with my recommendation of the podcast that I would like to recommend, is this a is this a themed week? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it is special. It is it special. Is special. Yes, it's a special week in that we are. This is our one hundredth episode. One hundred. If we don't include the mini bonus episodes which that we, we do don't. in the middle, which we don't, yep. they're just boni- bonus fun episodes. Bonies. They're just <laughs> little bonies. <laughs> no little bonies. Nope. Little bonies. Nope. 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 Yeah. Nope. <laughs> little bonus odes. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my god! No. Bonus. Bonus. So we had uh, an uh, an interesting category this week, like a theme week where we wanted to recommend a podcast that had had more than 100 episodes. Tougher than you would think. Hard. Yeah. yeah. People give yeah. up on podcasting real easy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like a year of a weekly podcast is 50 podcasts. So mm-hmm. that's 52 if you want to be real, uh, real astute about it. So I guess that's that's at least two years mm-hmm. or um, a lot of different ones. So I... I, I, I took the easy route here, mm-hmm. I think, because this is a podcast that I listen to, but I didn't really ever consider myself going to recommend it because it is quite popular and it is kind of very pedestrian, like oh, a no, lot of people a will know of it. popular podcast. Ooh. Well, it's, it's kind of ridiculous if you're like, oh, I'm going to run a podcast recommendation podcast and everyone should go and listen to Serial. Uh, the, Did I bring that? Probably. <laughs> like in the early days? Yeah. Uh, because like everyone's listening, I'm going to recommend Shirtloads of Science. And this is Dr. Carl's personal 
podcast where he talks to scientists about science and he does his regular Dr. Carl thing. So those of you who are outside of Australia might not know who Dr. Carl is, but he's a very famous Australian educator. He's a scientist. He appears on television and radio he wears and writes very books. loud shirts. Yes, loud very shirts loud shirts and is very much kind of Fun for the whole family. Like, he talks to adults the same way that he talks to children um, and is just a really great science communicator. This is his podcast, Shirtloads of Science. Hundreds of episodes, very good quality. I love it. It's very approachable and it's not a really heavy science podcast. It's kind of like the fun, goofy side of science. Is it pulled from, like... You know he does stuff on Triple J. Is it pulled from those segments, or is it just just purely like his um, own? There, there might be parts pulled from it, yeah, but sure. usually it's him talking to a scientist. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this this is his kind of breakaway because I know that his segments on Triple J used to be released as a podcast as well. Yeah. 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 So I th- yeah, that's what I thought it might have been. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's not just that. No. Cool. Cool. Uh, it's it, it is him doing his own thing. I believe he is, he does it in conjunction with the University of Sydney. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, we're a winner. Cool. So that's loads of science. Sweet. I want to hear from Nick. Mine is called Binge Mode. Now, the name of the podcast suggests it's about binging, and it would be correct because it's about <laughs> binging. Uh, so this show is basically, uh, it used to be, uh, it's on the Ringer Network, which is now on Spotify. So full disclosure, if you're going to listen to it, it's all on Spotify. It's only on Spotify, which is a huge pain in the ass, but that's fine. There's dribs and drabs on Apple, yeah, I they, think, like one episode little of teaser season. things Just to get you into it. <sighs> yeah. Um, but it's hosted by Mallory Rubin and Jason Conception, who are massive pop culture nerds, and they sort of rose to uh, fame through their reviews on Twitter and on The Ringer about Game of Thrones. Right. And Jason and Mallory have encyclopedic knowledge of Game of Thrones book and TV show Mm. and so they started doing this show as season 7 was starting a few years ago in 2017 and it sort of ballooned from there because their episodes went for like two and a half hours they're slugfests but if you're really keen on the content it's absolutely worth listening to so they've done Game of Thrones, Harry Potter they they did read Game of Thrones for season 8, they did Star Wars and now they're on Marvel like the MCU and surrounding TV shows. Um, essentially, they will review every single movie, every single episode of a TV show, and then they'll do everything around that. So in Star Wars, they did the franchise, which was all sagas, and then they did Clone Wars, Rebels, and Mandalorian. So they do absolutely everything. So I'm it's a shitload. Exhausted. Mm. <laughs> it's yeah, it's actually a That's shirtload. All. It's a shirtload. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, yeah, so I, I firstly, first impressions, he's got a great name. I want mm. that to be my name, uh, Zane Concepcion. Uh, <laughs> maybe yeah, that's what the, the C stands for. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe it doesn't stand for oh Christian Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's uh, binge mode. Um, I would recommend finding a topic that you're keen on. I did recommend the Game of Thrones one to both of you because I feel mm-hmm. like that's where they're absolute... They honestly peaked there because oh, that's, that's, that's where they're fandom lives. Yeah, um, but if you like Harry Potter, uh, Star Wars or Marvel Universe, perfectly fine to dive in there. But honestly, start at the start and then work your way through if you can. Awesome. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> that was really creepy. You both turned your head to me at exactly the same time and put it on the side. Okay. Um, so I like correcting people. Therefore, this podcast I enjoy a lot because it's called You're Wrong About. 
and it's and it's basically a look at uh, there's two journalists, Mike Hobbs and Sarah Marshall, who are obsessed with the past, and every week they reconsider a person or event that's been miscast in the public imagination. So they just tell you why everything that you think about that thing is wrong. Full disclosure: I've listened to this show and I love it. So that's it. Okay. I mean, let's just not come back next week. Yeah. Everyone yeah, has. This everyone is the, has. This like, is that's the, the thing. These are popular. The thing with a hundred yeah. episode <laughs> podcasts is that people have. This was the number two podcast of the year in Time Magazine for mm. 1999. Uh, 2019. Yeah. It's like 1999. <laughs> <laughs> it's been going that long. This is the first one ever. 2019. <laughs> Um, I really like it because I like the um, interplay between the hosts. I feel like Sarah is very, like, sarcastic and world-weary like Mm. me, whereas Mike's a bit more excitable about stuff. Um, I like when they do, like, mini-series on things. So sometimes they'll just do, like, one-off episodes, but they had uh, one recently pretty sure to coincide with The Crown on Diana that went for four episodes, and they had a couple of episodes on OJ. Simpson as well. I, th- I was going to not say his last name, but yeah, then I thought... I mean, which other... Ro- just on yeah, orange, orange juice. Yeah, orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the things you don't know yeah. about but, orange juice. But there are people out there who are like youngins in their teens That's and fair. early 20s who won't know people, what that was. People are young and idiots. Like, well, uh. just uninformed, but like... <laughs> <laughs> That's why you listen I to you're wrong about. <laughs> so yeah, it's um it's and their their point is that they don't like make judgment calls. They just will tell you about what happened and like pass their own judgment. Don't be like they're not like this is 100% the way that it is. And yeah, I just really like it and it's been on my list for a while and I thought this is a really good week to get it out of the way. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> you're wrong about everybody. Yep. All right, so Pink. Liz Pick anything, any topic that you particularly like. I particularly liked the um, Diana and OJ ones, which is and why their series, them. right? Yeah, so yeah. I think uh, I don't, I can't remember OJ because it was so long ago. The Diana ones are four part, um, but there are a couple of like cool one offs. There's one about a train robbery. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it's 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 in the title. It's about a train robbery that was really good. So yeah. Cool. Well, those are our recommendations for our 100 episode of shows with more than 100 episodes. I recommended Shirtloads of Science. Nick recommended... Binge Mode. And that from Liz was just... You're wrong about... Now, let us move on to our reviews of the podcast we recommended last week. Uh, There was no theme last week, so we just got some some regular old podcasts. Just regular old run-of-the-mill everyday podcasts. Just everyday podcasts. I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with Nick. Uh, so my recommendation last week was called 20,000 Hertz, which is a podcast that uh, reveals stories behind the world's most recognisable sounds, from Siri to the sounds of 8-bit to space to underwater and things of that nature. What did you guys think? I fucking rated this podcast, hey. Um, I listened to two episodes a really long time ago because we put off recording for a couple of weeks. So here are my notes. No, I listened to the episode on Perfect Pitch because I've always found that absolutely fascinating people who can like not only pitch but name that note and their freaky dicky brains and how that works. Um, and then I listened to the one on Hamilton because of course I did. <laughs> and I had no idea that they did live sound mixing. And I had no idea that they had to be so careful with only having one mic open at once because they do live sound mixing. And it just, look, it made me really, really wistful for big budget live theatre because in times of COVID, like it's been few and far between. It's slowly coming back. And we just, got, I got really excited today because we got an email saying you can book pre-sale tickets to come from away. And I'm like, yeah. oh God, please I don't have the that. world yeah, yeah, cancelled yeah. yeah. again before that comes because I couldn't get tickets when I was in New York. Like, And I, that is such 
a good show post COVID. Yeah. If you think about it, because it's all about like I don't these know strangers about being it. well, I know a little bit about it. Basically yeah. cramped in this one little little uh place. Yeah. yeah. I just yeah, but listening to the twenty thousand Hertz episode, they had a really great way of uh mixing in actual like snippets of the sound and step by step walking you through it it the, it gave me a very song exploder vibe mm. yeah. um and i and i really dug it and i didn't think i would i thought oh god what is this shit going to be <laughs> and then yeah i enjoyed it especially like the weird random soundy ones but yes what did you think i also really liked it um i listened to the napster episode which was really Napster. fun. Um, I just get know. a. I just feel like I'm breaking out in hives thinking about all the viruses that my computer's yeah. getting at the thought L- of Napster. Lincoln Park underscore. Like. <laughs> I mean, the reason I, I, I bring up, I, I was interested in the Napster one because Napster is really what broke internet audio in the sense that like podcasting wouldn't exist in the form that it does today mm. without Napster. Mm. Same with like iTunes, like mm. just the and and Spotify. All of that is all because of Napster. Um, and yes, it had a really bad reputation because it was it, it kind of like broke the rules, but the rules didn't exist back then. Mm. Uh, so yeah, Napster is really interesting because it kind of went right from like its inception all the way through what what it did. Not so much talking about sound, but about the music industry mm. and that sort of thing. And then I listened about to Sound and Silence, which was also very interesting. As like how people who hear differently interpret the world differently. My one critique of this is that it's not. It's not one consistent host. It's not one consistent mm. style. It is a TED podcast. So it is kind of audio sourced from lots of different places. So one of them was like very like high production radio value. And one was like very NPR. And it was very jarring to go from one to the other mm. in the sense that I went from the NPR one to the radio production one. I'm like, I ah, hate this. I just see you like <laughs> shriveling after, into yeah. yourself. And then after five minutes, I'm like, this is fine. Um, it's Yeah, so... Uh, it might be a struggle to binge, but the content on this is is fantastic. Yeah, highly highly recommend. There's just on Hamilton. There's a fascinating. I'll send it to you. I'll maybe put it in the show notes as well. But there's a fascinating little documentary about the technology behind the audio for the show. Yeah, and how much like how many live systems they use during the show with each of performers and how many live mics. Listening like, to the sound tech unreal. on that episode, like literally sitting there being mm. like. Mike one, Mike two, Mike seven, Mike eight. Like yeah. just like it's like it's, insane. it's live mixing a show is just nuts. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just cr- it's fucking nuts. crazy. So, uh, yeah, no, that's good. I'm glad you guys liked it. That's awesome. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go on to what uh, what Liz recommended. Uh, I recommended a murder podcast. Murder. Because look, I took a little bit of a murder break and now I'm back on it again. Yeah, sure. With are. the murdering. <laughs> uh, it was an LA Times podcast. It was simple the Betty Broderick murders, which looked into the murders of Betty Broderick's uh, ex husband and I've forgotten their names. Isn't that terrible? I forgot the victims' names. Um, someone Broderick and. The other woman. Anyway. I'm very sorry. I also cannot remember them right now. No, because, because this is the thing. She got really famous and I. Yeah. it's really sad. It was Linda, the woman's name was, I'm pretty sure. Um, but yeah, it was a really, really weird kind of high society murder and there was also a lot of gaslighting and a horrible, horrible marriage behind it. So what do we think? I wanted to like this podcast. Mm-hmm. I didn't dislike this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard a lot of about this case 
from secondhand, thirdhand sources, let's say, people who have consumed documentaries or read the story or whatever and then told me what they thought about it. Um, this podcast is presented in such a way, it's presented in, in now what has become such a classic true crime mm. way of like this is the story and then this is how we're going back and doing it. And it was a little bit... I want to say treacly for my nature. Like it was a little bit sweet, too sweet and too forgiving. Or if it wasn't that, it was trying to give off the air that it was. And I, d- I didn't really know. Like Again, I can't really nail down. But it was the the atmosphere of this podcast was weird That's- when taking into account the the subject matter. It's so strange that you say that because I listened to this podcast, I think I mentioned when we recorded, straight mm. after I watched the Dirty John series yeah, yeah. and that series pretty much absolves Betty of everything, yeah, whereas yeah. I actually thought this went pretty hard on her, but you think... Oh, I'm not saying that it didn't go hard. Yeah. I'm saying it's presenting true crime in almost like a story time, right. uh, story time tone over a, like a, uh, a true crime format yeah and it was just a really weird contradiction of tone and context for me um in that uh, so i never really settled into it it lots of information i think it was very interesting and yeah it, it does it definitely holds her accountable and it but it doesn't shy away from the bad situation that she mm. was in um but yeah i just had that really weird uh, like i felt like they yeah i just felt like a weird tone to tell this story in what did you th- what did you think Nick like I um yeah look I think for me I think the thing that works for me in, in favor of this is that Pat Morrison's reporting is really really good mm. um another thing that works in its favor for me also is that it's short like it doesn't really extend its reach beyond like what Pat reports over the course of the case um I just don't think I vibed with it as much as I thought I would like I don't know if it's just because I feel like I've heard this with what was the Wondery show that we did a few months ago? <laughs> well, that, that one Wondery <laughs> show that we did. We Look, got I know. stuck in oh. a Wondery hole for oh, a while. It was the one. It was like a gangland killing in Los Angeles. Oh, uh, the one that I recommended. I think so. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. It, Why I got don't this, I remember this <laughs> at all? I got similar. Anyway, while Zane does the search for that, like I'm hoping. I think the vibe that I got from that is that I think I kind of preferred that story to this one, and I don't know why. I feel like for me, I just felt so conflicted about what Betty did, but at the same time, like how much of a piece of shit her husband was. I feel like this story, and I've spoken to, it's quite interesting, I've spoken to men and women about this story, and it it vibes a lot more with women than it does with men. Mm. Um, And I also think that... um, I think this podcast for me was a really good addendum to watching the series or already knowing a bit about it. And yeah, I'm sure. not sure how that would have come across as a standalone. So it's interesting to hear you guys. Yeah. Because I would have been the Wonderland murders. I think that might have been. Oh, the that's yeah. right. Yeah. With the weird With the male mafia female yeah. hosts and the mm. porn industry. Yeah. Yes. And, and <laughs> this is the vibe that I got like kind of, well, not high society per se in, for Wonderland murders, but with this one, obviously, it kind of goes into how like the treatment of he, like him treating like Betty the way he did. And then obviously, like, I don't know. I feel like for her, I was so, so happy that she did it. But then I'm also like, 
Really, though? I just love that one of the witnesses, one of the jurors in the case was just like, what took us so long? (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, that's a good question to ask. Well, like the whole thing was horrible. And what I wanted from this podcast was I wanted a little bit more accountability, which they did give her. Like she was very glossed over in the TV Mm. series. You're just like, well, of course she did it. This guy is horrible and she's a saint. Um, (laughs) But clearly there's a lot more shit that she did. But yeah, cool. Thanks, guys. All right, so, and then finally, my recommendation from last week, which was Apocalypse Songs. Now, Apocalypse Songs was a COVID project by the Red Scare Theatre Company in New Zealand, um, which is basically about a uh, a radio station reporter investigating uh, a, an obscure 1960s musician uh, who left some tapes with cryptic lyrics on them, and it's a bit spooky. Um... I really, really, really like this show. And I think the beauty of it was because I went in listening blind. I opened it up and I pressed play. Oh, did you play. think it was a th- like a real so I'm documentary? Sitting there and I was like, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, this is a fascinating documentary. <laughs> and so I got, I think I got, well, I just, no, I think it's just towards the end of the episode, first episode. And uh, I was just like, oh, this is a fucking drama. Yeah. Oh my god! And their, the way that the prod values and their voice yeah. acting is is very it's nicely unreal. natural. It's unreal, and I can't. And the thing because it's made by Red Scare Theatre Company here in New Zealand, based. Is that yes. right? Yeah. Yep. I this is one of those things that I'd be like fascinated to see on stage. I feel like as well. Like I feel like this kind of translates into something like that. Um, yeah, I honestly think this is such a good show, mainly because it literally fooled me into thinking, like, straight up. If you go into it blind, you listen to this, is completely mm. spoil it, but if you go into it blind, you're like, whoa, holy shit, this is fucking cool. And then you're like, oh. Oh, acting. But they do such a good job in those interviews <laughs> the, the, to play it off. As, the host, the radio yeah. host in particular, has a really natural way of speaking. And if you've listened to Castology ever before, you'll know that my pet peeve with audio drama podcasts is people who sound like they're reading from a fucking script. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I have been guilty of it myself. And yep, the second same. I listen to it on playback, I'm like, nope, we're starting again. Because... It's easy to sound natural when you're actually trying to act. Um, I really enjoyed this as well. I will point out that my first gut reaction was that it's a very similar conceit, not storyline, but conceit to a podcast that I I was involved in last year called Six Cold Feet. We featured it on this podcast. We did feature it on this podcast, yeah. Um, But to season two, which is a, a journalist investigating the music of a reclusive rock star who's sort of disappeared. But that's pretty much where the similarities end in terms of where they go with Apocalypse songs. Um, And, yeah, just having the documentary format rather than also hearing the behind the scenes of of everything like that, it's a really effective way of, of, you know, it's like the Blair Witch of podcasts kind of. A little bit, a little bit. I, I don't know. For me, I was just I was really taken aback by how well they naturalistic acting straight up. Like yeah. it was honestly like you, if they if it, if they improvised that, like I would not be surprised. There's a guy in the second episode telling a story, and he talks about his brother not coming home, and the way that his voice strains when he said that just hit me straight in the heart. Feels mm. like I was like, oh, honey, like oh, oh, he was really good. Like everyone was really good, yeah. but that particular story just like. He did a really a really good, I'm on the radio, I'm being interviewed, so I'm trying not to make it sound like I'm emotional, but I'm emotional. It was really good. Yeah. 
But yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it. It's good, and I love the fact that podcasts like this are getting made and thought of and created. Yeah, and absolutely. The fact that it's from just across the ditch—that's exciting. Yeah, I think I was going to say the, ne- the New Zealand well, this element was, to it. Right, it was yeah, it's cool. arts, uh, arts stimulus funding that oh, made great. this. It was pre. It was written- we can get funding for podcasts. <laughs> uh, New Zealand can. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, Australian arts is a. Have a talk to <laughs> have a talk to our prime minister Jacinda. Sort us out, will you? <laughs> it's um yeah because this was this was written and kind of put aside for when they had time at some point and, and then they COVID had nothing happened. but time yeah. yeah and they were like well we can we can do a radio production yeah well done yeah. terrific all right well that's them uh, that is apocalypse songs from Red Scare Theatre Company uh so our recommendations for our one hundredth episode mm. I recommended shirtloads of science Liz recommended you're wrong about and Nick binge mode binge mode. Binge mode. Binge mode. Uh, Excellent. So this has been Castology. If you want us to listen to your podcast and perhaps feature it on this show, what you have to do is reach out on social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. You can send us an email at castologypodcast at gmail.com or you can go to our home of the web, that's not canon.com forward slash castology and fill out the form that is there. Now, I will say just this very day, On this very day. (laughs) This very day of recording, uh, (laughs) I received a veritable flood of... of uh, recommendations. Well, we shall have to dive the fuck in. <laughs> well, it, it was it was one person uh, who listens to the podcast and they just said, I've been meaning to send these through for a while. Oh, and they so just they just sent through this. every podcast that yeah, they listen yeah. to. They Not- fill out a form for each one? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Um, which a is fine. plus to yeah. you, which is good fine. sir or lady. Um, so or I, either. <laughs> I, I look forward to, to diving into that in the next few days. But we will we'll guarantee you that we'll listen to all the podcasts. We may not feature them all. Um, but, yeah, so feel free to do that, especially over the Christmas period as, we, as we're coming up to that. Actually, yeah, it'll be a good way to drown out stuff that happens at Christmas <laughs> that one doesn't want to talk about in case their family are listening. No, I love we – have, we have very nice family Christmases, Mum. But there's, a lot, there's lots of downtime over Christmas. Look, there is downtime. And a lot of cricket and <sighs> – well, I'm excited. No, Zane and I will be podcast. listening to podcasts. <laughs> Because there's not one about the no. Please don't recommend me a cricket podcast. <laughs> he's already he's already googling. <laughs> Unless <Okay. there's- laughs> well, I have been Zane C. Weber, one of your castologists, here with my trusty castologist, Liz Best, and Nick Bleaker. and we'll be back next time. Hopefully, not with a cricket podcast. <laughs> it's not cricket, Nick. <laughs> have you ever had the urge to learn about a fascinating new historical topic, but just haven't had the time or the energy to research it yet? Trust me, we've all been there, and fortunately, there is a better way. Hi, I'm David A. Bradbury, host of 20-Minute History, the new podcast that'll introduce you to some of the captivating stories that your history teachers won't tell you about in episodes that are always shorter than 20 minutes. It's meticulously researched, easily digestible, and best of all, tremendously entertaining. 20-Minute History, now available wherever you get your podcasts. That's Not Kind of Productions podcast. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.